Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show host and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's raising the vibration on the live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com. We're also at Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, iVox, and more. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm a 28-year talk radio host. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a performing and a creative artist. And I come to you live from my home in Southern California every week at 3 o'clock Pacific time. This show is an outreach of a nonprofit movement of peace and love and kindness and unity that I founded in 2016 after my mom's passing, really to carry on her teachings. It's um, really about what are you doing to make the world a better place? How are you working to ultimately raise your vibrations so you can raise the vibrations of others? On this show, we talk about ascension, evolvement, inspiration, and love. If you're feeling great, send the elevator down and bring up 100 people. I love that saying, and this show is so much about that. Also, what's your passion and what's your service? Why are you here? Uh, what are you putting into the world? So every week on the show, I gather some of the brightest and most beautiful and loveliest hearts and minds and souls in the spiritual community, the paranormal community, the entertainment community, the artistic community, the world of give back. All of my communities come into one. And we talk about all of those things. And my guest today is certainly no exception. He's a wonderfully talented artist and spiritual being. He is the um, designer for Minaret Guitars, makes probably the most beautiful guitars you've ever seen in the world, not in just how they look, but also in how they play. I'm um, the proud owner of three of them myself. Uh, Please welcome to the show my very good friend, Mark Minarek is here. How are you, my friend? It's wonderful to have you. It's wonderful to see you. This is your first time at this new venue for me, this, and I really appreciate you being here. Oh, that's amazing, Sheena. It's so good to hear your voice, my amazing friend, and thank you for having me on the show. This is great. So happy to be able to catch up with you uh, at the NAM show recently and find myself sitting next to you on that panel. It was just a fantastic right? way to, to talk about reconnecting. So this is great. Well, I think, and I know I owe you an off-the-air reconnection, and we will do that this week. I, I think that um, when you're meant to be in someone's life, right, when they're your soul family, they just kind of keep coming around. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just sort of see, keep running into them, and you go away for a while, and you work on your own thing, and then you wind up coming back to each other again. And I think definitely um, that is the, this is the time for us, right? And for neither of us really knowing – I don't think, um, that we were, had both taken this large step into um, being spiritual practitioners, right? I don't know if you knew about me, but I didn't know about you until, until now. So. Yes, that blew me away. I had 
uh, seen a couple things you had you had said that uh, you were on that spiritual walk. I was like, how interesting! What an amazing parallel. And and I yeah. there were a couple times I took note of what you were doing absolutely. And then when I had the occasion to share that with you, and and say you know we've been taking this walk together, not realizing we're taking it together. And 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 it would be so wonderful to, to share what's been going on with that because on both sides, yours and mine. Oh my goodness, is it a powerful walk? Oh my gosh. Right, right. And I always believe, look, it was, I always tell people, Mark, that now it's just kind of like I wear my underwear on the outside. Like, this is always who I was. But I didn't talk about it, mostly because I thought probably they'd kick me out of the entertainment world, which blissfully they did not. And that was wonderful. But even if they had, I think I still would have taken this walk. For me, it was really about when my mom passed. And, you know, she and I were so close. It was something that I wasn't sure I would survive. And then when I did, I realized that that I was meant to, you know, come out of the spiritual closet a little bit and and take the walk that I always had and do the work that she did and, and honestly talk about it and not just do it on the down low through my art, which is what I had always done before. And it's been kind of the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. I, I can't wait to hear what and how the experience has been for you. But, I mean, I just, I would do this for 300 years if I could live that long. I'm, I'm so happy getting up every day and, and being able to help other people. So, so for you, have you always been spiritual? And when did you start sort of taking that walk yourself? Well, um, I've always had a direct connection to, to Jesus Christ, and maybe not in the traditional way. And uh, that would kind of be really powerful, and that would kind of it would be more calm and then powerful. And I needed to find a way to connect to that directly, and I really wasn't finding that in the traditional sense of it. That I what I really needed was to be able to, to connect directly, where I'm having a conversation back and forth with Christ, not not reading about it, not going to a, a room to talk about it, but where I had a personal relationship there. Now, with that being said, um, my lovely wife uh, had identified some abilities that I had, and I, at the time, didn't really realize it. But, you know, you're a healer. You've got these amazing abilities. And, and I was like, I do? That's awesome. I love to help people. This is great. You know, and, and the music kind, I know you had mentioned at the top of doing the musical instruments. Well, me helping people reach their goals in music, where music is a healing vibration, regardless of the style, that in and of itself being led to want to do something like that with the, with the guitars and, and other things of, of that nature, in and of itself was uh, uh, an indicator where I was heading. I just didn't see it. Okay, I was sure. doing it, not realizing what I was doing. So um, oh, and my wife, Jeannie, by the way, with Jeannie had identified some things. She's like, you're going to do some things that are on a really powerful level. And I was like, that's great. What is it? And, of course, you know, you don't get the answers at the back of the book. Um, the, that ruins the walk. So I did get some guidance there on some stepping stones, right, to, to ex- open up or expand what I was going to do. So past that, the things that kind of came online were dark energy clearing, like exorcist level, mm. super high level, being able to remove negative energies and entities from people, uh, whether it's just, you know, uh, toxic relationships all the way up to like something like a possession or, um, you know, something very extreme 
and anything in between. I had this really unusual ability to do those things and protect myself and the person I'm working with at the same time. Uh, not uh, super common, but in addition to that, there were some other supporting cast gifts that I realized I could do. Um, the Akashic Records, I, I know some people in, in other faiths will call it the Book of Life. I know for the Christians they call it the Book of Life, but it's Akashic Records where there's this – you can access past lives, where you are now, and what's in the future that it's already been written. It's up there in this energetic library that I could, I could step into that, and I could go and look, and people were having issues in this lifetime. There were some hangovers from, uh, you know, most of the time traumatic events that happened in these past lives were kind of leapfrogging and following them uh, along into this lifetime. Medically speaking, this would be a real good uh, example. Um, If somebody had, you know, at about 27 years old, you know, their left knee went south on them. Then all the doctors, they couldn't find anything, you know, a nonspecific tendon, whatever, and they throw them drugs and give them braces, but they really can't identify what was going on. And, you know, they, they bump and, and find their way to somebody that talks about spirituality and Akashic Records, and they go in there and find out that at 27 years old, they had their leg cut off for theft in that lifetime. And, and of course, in this lifetime, they still have their leg, but at that exact age, they started having horrendous knee problems. Well, you go in there, get into that part of the record, you clear the record out, um, which is one gift, going over to, to read the record is one gift, to go in there and clear the entry is another gift, and then being able to repair the damage that occurred in that lifetime so you're no longer feeling it here is another gift, God gift. So I'm able to go in and do all three of those, and th- that's literally like, the we'll call it the magic wand, where it just stops. The pain just stops. Now, there's lots of things you work on on your spiritual walk that, that are challenging that take work. And they take time and they take, you know, looking, going for the deep dive in, you know, who you are and things that have happened to you in this lifetime growing up in young adult adulthood. But there are some things you can go in there and literally it's like it's just cured. And, and what a miracle that is to be able to help people, um, not only help people on that level, but go ahead and, and start showing them how to step into their own records and look these things up themselves. And um, yeah, on that, on that note, Sheena... I, I have this thing where I can kind of uh, see like an instruction manual what other people's gifts are and help them activate them. Now, they're not mine. I'm not oh. giving them anything. These gifts belong to you. They're in your heart, I believe, and you've had them since you were born. They're your birthright, you know, your God gifts. But it's like I can get an instruction manual and go, oh, my gosh, did you know you can do this? And share with them how to, like, start using it, which is super helpful in helping people hit that next level, whether they have a practice or they're just starting their walk or anywhere um, in between, you know? Sure. Now, and, um, what sorry, you, go ahead. The stuff you mentioned, right, all of the things you just mentioned, I mean, these are all things that people study 20 years to, and can't still unlock these gifts. I mean, you didn't just start with, you started with some serious, you know, ascended master level stuff. So was was that a little scary? I mean, was it scary to suddenly know that you could do these really intense things and to have gifts that severe, that intense, crop up that quickly? Um, two answers to that. Yes, 
is the easy answer. There, it was a little scary. It started out, I know a lot of people listening, they've heard about angel numbers and, and getting number messages. That's something a lot of people are familiar with. Well, my first opening to this psychic mediumship part of my gift was getting hit with this one number like for a year. And I, it was following me. It was freaking me out. And nobody could understand what was going on with it. And about a year later, I realized it was one of my relatives. And then I was like, oh, my God, this whole time he's been reaching out. This was like the person who was allowed to reach out to me for the first time to open up this new channel. Well, there was that. And that year, I got to tell you, you feel like you're being followed by a number. Nothing can and nobody knows why. And I didn't know why. it'll, It'll unnerve you. Absolutely. Now, going along with that, into that part of that, that walk, was I had um, me doing energy work on me and for me to help process some of these things. So I know there's people listening that work with people um, doing energy work and, you know, what's the reason, what's the benefit. It's very, it, it's, it's very helpful, and, and she opened me up, so to speak, to be able to process those things and receive those, those gifts, right, that you can um, then start to use them, and, and, it, and it doesn't have to be as, as frightening. Now, as these things you said, they were dramatic, and yes, I was kicked in the deep end every single time one of these gifts kick on, and I got a client, and I never got the slow walk. It was just like full first appointment, full possession, and being attacked and assaulted energetically by an entity. I never got anything the, the easy, super, yeah. Now, I'm wired for this. You know, people have weird, weird wiring. You know people, oh, it's his, her wiring, his wiring. I have that wiring. And if you, you've known me for a while, Sheena, I'm an interesting fellow. And, and I mean that in the kindest way to myself. But, you, you'll, yeah. you know, Mark's got wiring. Well, that wiring is also what allows me to do these things. So there's challenges with it, but a lot of blessings I can help people. Um, but uh, this wiring allows me to be protected. And it allows me to do work and, and I don't want to say battle, but either dissolve or kick off these negative things on other people and, and then allow them to be shielded and protected for the rest of their life. So they've got this, you know, this unlimited shielding, uh, which comes from them, by the way. Again, I'm, I'm not giving anyone anything. All these gifts are your God gifts. All we're doing is working as a team to unlock them. And you can pat yourself on the back for everything that you accomplish when we're working together. Because your team doesn't, God and your team does not need my help on that. They know where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. I'm just there to listen and share until you can do that yourself, and you don't need me for that part anymore. Right, right, absolutely. Absolutely true. Yeah, but it is an adjustment, right? Because suddenly you have everybody's everything running through you. And, And probably when you look back, you probably realize you always had that. Like when musicians were around you, uh, having you build guitars for them or trying out guitars or something with as many energies at once as NAM, probably looking back, you were like, yeah, I was always feeling everybody's everything. And now I just know what I'm doing. Because I know that for me, it was, um, it was me just sort of thinking like, oh, this is what I've always done with my life. I just never said that was what it was before. And thinking like, oh, a lot of people that I thought were my friends were actually clients that didn't pay me because they pretty much would just call me when they needed help. So I realized it had always sort of been who I was. It just was, it's, it's easier to just own it and talk about it 
and actually directly admit that you do the work, I think, than to just sort of be doing it and not really sure why. Um, but there is a time, right, when you first open up, because the more you open up, and that's something people need to know, the more you start to use your gifts, the more the gifts come. Um, the more I do, the more spirit throws me. Guess what? Now you do this. And probably the same thing for you, right? It, it, was, it was this. Then it was the Akashic Records. Then it was pulling toxicity out of people. Then it was banishing attachments. And you know what I mean? Suddenly you're like, wow, I thought I did one thing, and now I do 20 things, and I get more downloads all the time. That's a fantastic point, and I know you've got a fantastic audience, and a lot of them will know this, but um, all the the work and the ability that I get, it it comes through God. That's my filter. I'm doing everything through God uh, so I know who I'm I'm working with, that that I've got that channel. Um, But, uh, oh, geez, I I was going to make a point. It slipped out my ear. Just give me a second to reset on that. But um, it's about uh, you were talking about the the bringing the gifts online. Uh, yeah, and working with the more the more gifts oh, yeah, you think the, you have. Right. Thank you. Uh, you got me more. back on you. The, the the you got me back on track. Thank you, Sheena. So it, it's it, the the best analogy, and this is so I've used this a lot. It's like going to the gym for six months, and somebody sees you and go, "Wow, you look great." And you're like, "What?" Oh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got a membership at the gym and, you know, maybe a couple times a week. No big deal. They're like, well, no big deal. You look great. Well, that's like doing this spiritual work and taking this walk and working these gifts. And six months later, three more gifts pop out and you're seeing, you know, orbs or you're, you're helping people. Or you're talking to people on the other side. What did you think was going to happen? Did you think you were going to do all this work and just nothing? Of course your gifts kicked on. Of course right. they got stronger. It's just like working out. Just you're working out, you're, you're buffing out your spiritual ability. It's the same thing. And anybody that does this as a practice, practice makes better, makes you stronger. And they'll, if they're being, you know, giving you the straight information, they'll say a lot of the reason I'm so good at working this is because I'm doing it every day three to four times a day with clients or friends or, or however you want right. to look at it. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. you, know, you know, of course I'm a blowtorch at this now, right? But is the, the, the big takeaway is as long as for me that I'm, I'm working through God, that's really important, whether it's your loved ones on the other side, where they're coming through this portal of God when they work with me. You don't have to check your beliefs at the door when we work together. That's not what I'm saying. But just when I do this work, Everything is through God's blessings, and I make a point of saying that prior to starting work every time. I never just assume it. It's always a statement of intention, which I'm sure you really understand what intention and making statements and where you're at before you start your work, how important that is. Absolutely. A hundred percent important. Yeah, and, and it's important that you are in constant conversation with spirit, with God, about the work that you're doing. It's not like I'm just the vessel. It's not, it's like even, you know, I think I got used to that with radio. Like this isn't about me. This is about your story. And I'm just the sponge that your story is moving through and out to an audience. So it's the same thing with being a spiritual practitioner. You're just a vessel as for the work. And it's really about between higher power and the person that you're working with. That's a hundred percent what it's about. Being God's helper, it's a big deal. It's a, and it's a big calling and a lot of responsibility. 
And um, just as, you know, I know a lot of people find exorcism a fascinating topic, um, a lot of sure. the times uh, when people have something attached to them, whether it's a, a, a family lineage curse, it's been like generational, or somebody landed something on them, or it's something that's been leapfrogging from lifetime to lifetime, and now they have the awareness to look at it and try to do something about it. Many times this thing has been hitting them in the kneecaps with a baseball bat daily, and they're, they're, this is like last stop. They're, they're, and it's, the, people can come to you very challenged in where they are because of these attachments. And it requires you to have the utmost level of integrity and compassion. And after you see just a couple people that are in this place, your heart is open for them, absolutely open to them, that you want to, on every level of your being, every dimension, you want to help them get clear of these things. Because yes. one of the, the, the personal mission here is to have everybody shoulder to shoulder broadcasting light at full power. If there's one thing I can help doing with love and light, that sending that out at full power so we can all be standing shoulder to shoulder doing that, raising the vibration of the planet and working, working as a team. It's, uh, it's, and this is, I have something that I can really affect some change working with people and teaming up to do that. So it's not really work, right? If you, if you love it and enjoy it and, this work is so much from the heart and based in love, which is the one thing the dark side can't, I don't want to say it can't understand it, but it certainly can't defend itself against it, is love. Yes. And, yes. The, and if you look at the work that I've done in the guitars, which you said, you know, very, they're ornate. If you notice a lot of the art that I would generate on the guitars, just because I could create it, not because it was being ordered per se, which we do that too, but a lot of it, you'll see a lot of angels, and you'll saw, see a lot of things that have to do with, with, with healing and, and spiritual connection. It, it's just something I've always put on the instruments, regardless of, of you know, the time, you know, the decade or what was going on there. That's a constant. If you go through you know, the decades we've been doing this work, that's a constant on the instruments. When I would generate something from the company that wasn't being, you know, specifically ordered by somebody else and you know you can um just a perfect example perfect example they have a a new shape we put out called the shakti which is uh in india it's a spiritual energy okay is is a loose you know definition of that word s-h-a-k-t-i shakti and what i did in for the position markers which you know is if you play guitar one three six um, sorry, one, three, right. five, seven, nine, twelve. Okay, so what I did is I brought in the power of three and the angel numbers. So when you look at this fretboard, it's one, 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 three, 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 five, five, five. So that I did that all the way up the fretboard and then had a mandolin at the bottom. Now, on the body, there are wave, there, waveforms and all sorts of other things that uh, keep people into water, um, water energy. And I'm sure there, you've maybe seen some of the books where uh, we're mostly water and the effect that positive energy and negative energy has on water. If you've seen, if you've seen and looked at that, that research, uh, we're mostly water, so we can also be affected in a positive way uh, with influences. And I wanted to use that positive, um, unless there's something traumatic that you can't possibly know about, most people have a really positive reaction when they see a calm lake or a pond or a waterfall 
it brings, or the ocean, it brings a certain level of, of connectedness. So I engineered that into the body design where I actually put waveforms into the way the woods cut. So just looking at the guitar is changing your frequency. And so why? Like, why do that? Well, uh, I want people to achieve the highest level of creativity and that connection to God that they can possibly have. And I wanted this particular instrument, as well, all of them, but this one in particular, to really be part of that, like an, an, an interactive part of bringing out the absolute best version of themselves and their music that they can at that moment. So I'm thinking about these things, right, when I'm designing and, and channeling the designs, which I'll tell everybody now, yes, I channel guitar designs. Many of them were channeled. I, some of them I get in dream interpretation. Some of them I just channeled. And some of them I did it before I was doing this. I didn't know I was channeling. But looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, I channeled that shape. When Now realizing how the mechanics of the connection work. So I was doing it before I knew I was doing it. But now that I know I'm doing it and how it works, I can I'm very present and, and, and connected in what's happening in the moment. So, yeah, um, I guess that's not really super fair to the competition that I can go channel guitar shapes. But uh, that's a thing. <laughs> I, I'm proof that, yeah, you can use your abilities for anything healing, I believe, regardless if it's guitars or, or, or you, know, you know, the best and highest good of everybody involved, you know. Uh, you can start using that connectivity to to bring it to its highest point that you can. You know, and I encourage people. That's part of my part of my mission, right? To do that. A hundred percent. And don't you think it? And and not to denigrate in any way the work that you do or the work that I do artistically, but don't you think all of us channel? Right. Most art is channeled. Um, that's that's a really amazing question. Let me let me answer it this way. Um, in my experience, um, God talks to us all. However, um, about 98% of the people on the planet are shut off from receiving messages back. They may ask for help. They may do it, but they're not getting an answer back. So I, I asked, is there a way to help with this? And I got channeled. Yes, there is. And I got two books out. You see what I did there? This is not a plug for my book, yeah. but this actually dovetails into your question. I said, how can I help people right. talk to God and actually get answers back? And I got downloaded uh, uh, an entire book, which um, that, and then the uh, secondary book I have, which teaches people how to remove dark energy from people, places, and things. So there's two, two books that I've written on this. Um, I shouldn't say I've written. I channeled two books uh, that people can use to help them on their walk. But here's – this is going back to your point because your point was super, super – amazing and i don't want it to just go by and not point it out everybody's connection to god is unique the way that god is going to talk to you is unique to you i had to ask for a way that i could put in a book that would teach people how to find their unique way because if you say, well here's how you talk to god well that won't work for everybody because everybody's unique so i had to find a way to create stepping stones that would allow people to discover their unique way to connect to God. And the great news about that is God's never going to change up on you once you figure out, we'll call it God's style. I know that people are like, what? Yeah, there's actually a style to how the communication works. And once you figure that out, okay, once you figure that out, 
then you start getting answers back. It's a back and forth conversation. Now, you and I both being psychic mediums, we operate on that level on the regular. It's, and we, we know our talk. We know how it comes through, whether it's other people or our own team or God or however or whatever we're connecting with. We, we're familiar with it because we do that work, right? Most people, some people don't have a screen. They can't see things on their, their monitor, so to speak. They can't visualize. So I have to be able to show people how to feel into a, a statement, feel into a word, feel into a description where there is no picture. Now, I, we haven't had, I know you said we, have a, we owe ourselves a, 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 just a private catch-up on our, our life and, and what's been going on, but that's something that I find out right away when I'm helping somebody open up their gift. Do you have a screen or do you more feel into things? And, and depending on what that is or both, I have ways that they can work and build that up in helping people kick their, uh, you know, kick their own gifts on you know, as strong as they can at that time. <clears throat> but, yeah, your right. point was really amazing, Sheena, uh, uh, about um, that God has a really unique way to communicate with everybody, and you have to find that way to open up that back-and-forth dialogue. Right, right, right. And, and I think it just depends, like you said, on how open you are. Long before I would have admitted that I had, I knew that as an artist I channeled from spirit. Because I, I never believed that everything was all me. I always thought that everything in my life was sort of a co-creation between me and higher power. Um, my art being the foremost of that, you know. And I always sort of lived in that channel. Now that I do this work, now that I'm fully immersed in the channel, now I don't even make human decisions really. I mean, that sounds awful. I mean, I do, obviously. But um, the big decisions, I co-create with spirit. I let spirit sort of tell me. I just stay open and let spirit tell me what's next. And what's next is always the most beautiful thing ever, probably even cooler than I could have imagined. Whereas I spent so much of my young life trying to throw myself against a door that wasn't opening and getting so frustrated that it wasn't when there were open doors all around me to walk through, you know? Well said. Yeah, I, I think many, many people listening understand that, that, uh, that experience and uh, being able to start getting some answers. I, I can't speak for anybody listening, but if you're out there and you've been a person that said a prayer before and just felt like I never got an answer, well, the, the truth is the answer was given and you didn't see where it was sent. You didn't, you didn't know the conversation or where to look for the answers. That is that was such a mind blower for me when I found that out. I'm like every, I mean, let, let's put it into perspective here. Okay. Let's just say that how to connect to God and your team through God was something that was taught in grade school, like how to get on your screen and, and see, you know, pictures and whatever. Let's just say that that's something in this world we, we taught in grade school versus what we have now where it's like this fringe thing and you got to go seek people out to learn about it. And, and you know, it's just mainstream, just completely just shut out unless you're on a talk show, right? You know, and, and you know, looking at the audience and, and, you know, they applaud and then that's about all you see. Um, what would the world look like if everybody could go to God and their team through God and get advisement from people that would never give you bad information, always be looking out for your best and highest good, and, and people in the flesh couldn't get in the way of that? What do you think our planet would look like right now? I mean, how much more beautiful do you think a space we would be in right now if, if we were taught how to do that? Because it's, it's like our birthright. 
it's it's a god gift and it's like people have been have been uh, going out of their way to shut us off from that it's i I hate to say it that way but they've instigated and instituted things that shut us off from god and it's the you know the matrix right i mean everybody i know that's in spiritual life they they look at that movie and go oh my god we're yes and and we're in one here too and 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 that's part of the matrix because if you're cut off from from talking to people that are, are, you know, God and your, your team, your family members, people have passed, whatever, you know, that is to you, they're never going to steer you wrong. If you could always go to that for advisement through your life, I mean, they can't manipulate you then because no matter what kind of ridiculous stuff they put on the TV or put in the paper or put in your ear, you can go, Hey team, God, um, is that accurate? And guess what's going to happen? You're going to get an actual factual answer if you've built this ability up. And then they can't put you in the matrix anymore because you can always go around them. So people are wondering, what, what was the point of cutting us off from God? And then, you know, when people pass away, they're just gone. And, and if you try to reach out to them, you're going to, you know, you're going to go to some hot place or you're going to be pigeonholed or whatever. That's, that's yeah. not what I've been told through God how it works. That's not what I've no. been told, that it's actually our birthright. It is in integrity and in alignment with God to, to, to work through those pure channels through God to get information. Absolutely. So I, I would, I, that's what these, the work in these books I'm, I'm working on help people do that. That's, that's, what it's, that, that's the big core of it. <clears throat> that's awesome. Well, and don't you think, and, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to get, you know, political anyway, or to say anything bad of anybody's religion, but I always say, like, sort of like this, like, you know, if you're um, if you're a fan of somebody, um, a church is almost sort of like their fan club, right? The church is like God tells you something. It's not necessarily coming from God. It's coming from a bunch of places where people go and are like fans of God and hang out and love God, but you're basically hearing a message from a person. So you have to be careful about anyone trying to tell you that you can't have a relationship directly with God. Um, And in the past, right, it was because, you know, churches needed to survive. And the way churches survived was people came and they put money in the collection plate. So if everybody just went off and did their own thing, well, then there would be no churches in the same way that, you know, if everybody decided to cook at home, there'd be no McDonald's. Uh, you have to remember that things on the earth are almost always businesses. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that you have to, what's the agenda of somebody telling you that you're not allowed to ever have a relationship with God just because well, for whatever reason, you're not fabulous enough. You know? Right. And, and you absolutely want to, yes. You, you you want to connect directly to God, absolutely. And um, for me, again, my belief, it, God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, that, that's my channel that I work through. Um, and, you know, people that try to get in between, people, how about this, people in the flesh that try to get between you and God, that's always a warning sign. Red, red siren, okay, you should be able to go direct. Like right now, we're talking on this amazing show you put on, and we're in church. And when I go to get something, some iced tea from the fridge later, I'm in church. I never leave that connection with God. I, that never stops. 
Is it okay to get together with like-minded people and, and pray and worship? Absolutely. I don't want to tell people don't do that, but I'm telling you still connect it even when that's over. I, I do others, some others, you know, that were that, that, that connection. I do other things that, that maybe aren't super traditional that help me connect with God. I some Native American things that, that I do that, that, you know, connecting with earth and, and, you know, our relatives as they relate to, you know, animals and other things. But my, my purpose when I go into those lodges and these things is to connect with God. That's what it is. There's very, all sorts of varied ways to do it. It's just I get concerned when somebody tries to insert themselves in between you and that connection. That's when I, I would say, well, you may want to scratch, scratch your head and sit with that a little bit, meditate on that one and see what makes sense and, and you know, ask you with the sacred questions, what's going on here and what am I supposed to learn from this? Always super handy when you're in a situation that has you a little flummoxed. Just a quick pause and say, what's going on here and what am I supposed to learn from this? And uh, your God will hear you and will deliver some answers to you pretty quick. Absolutely. That's another a, yeah. a thought learned- about just for the listeners here. And again, you know this for sure. And, and I do, but I just in case they, they don't, this was a huge takeaway I got. Uh, you, you're not going to get help unless you ask for it. Um, and I was like, wait, but wait, what? And it turns out that because we have free will, and that's something I believe, you know, we're given from God is our free will, that can't be violated. Meaning that even if you're like, well, I'm a good person and I'm really suffering right now, why can't they just kind of step in and turn me right side up again? Nope. Not going to happen. You have to ask for help every time you're in a situation that you need help. You start asking for help, and you've got to be specific who you're asking, right? For me, I, I told you who I'm asking, who I'm talking to, and I'm asking for help in those situations. Watch the miracles start to happen. They've happened so much when you start realizing as long as you start asking for the help, that's when it's going to happen. If you just assume or you just get complacent and, and because there's a lot going on, uh, things can get a little sideways, and then that kind of brings you back into that center of, okay, what's going on here? What am I supposed to learn from it? Oh, I haven't been asking for help on these things that I'd like some help on because I just got busy, or I had a lot going on, and it just slipped my mind because I had six meetings today. It, then it happens to everybody. I don't care how you know connected you are. It's just mindfulness. We're in human suits, right, for a reason. If We're in a human suit. God saw fit to put us here because we still have as many lessons to learn as everybody else out there. That's that's always been a good guide guide marker for me. And if if you're in a human suit, you're not any better than me, and I'm not any better than you. We're all equals here. And it's just about um, the the, the sooner you're on board with that, it really changes your perspective and uh, allows you to feel that connected kind of with everybody around the planet, kind of connected. I do understand the soul family that you brought up earlier when we first uh, started talking. Definitely get that. But um, I believe there's a connectedness with everybody here. And once we start feeling that, yeah, it changes things in a really good way, in my opinion, of course. Absolute best way, right? I mean, that's to know that we have the collective unconscious. You know, so many species of animals, I mean, elephants are a great example of that, right? Dolphins understand the collective unconsciousness we have it and we fight it so hard but it's such a beautiful thing that we're all connected why you would fight that is so far beyond me because it's the most beautiful thing ever that we're all connected to each other right who's engineering for us to fight it 
that's the question, right? The people that are trying to control and keep us in this box, those are the people that are engineering that platform that we're fighting that connectedness, that the division and trying to install that everywhere. That's by design on purpose and not by people that have our best and highest good in mind. Just the opposite. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're, you're, Absolutely. Yeah, you're right on. 100%, yes. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself that. If somebody's trying to take a freedom from you, who's trying to take that freedom and why? Um, why are you not being encouraged to think for yourself? Why are you not being encouraged to find your own way? Uh, these are all such important questions, right? Yeah, and you've got an amazing team on the other side literally falling over waiting for you to start asking them for advice. God and your team, they're there. That's why they're there. They signed up for this, and you can access them. It just it changes everything. It's just learning how to, to get answers back. That was the part that seemed to be missing. It's like I know how to pray. I know how to ask for help, but I never feel like I hear anything back. And I was like, okay, God, can you give me some help here? And I got a book as a channel on how to help. And I believe it's it's such a good stepping stone that anybody can use it to find out their method. No matter how unusual it is or how different it is, they can use that to help. Yeah, cut to commercial. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So for you, Mark, how do you know... How do you know when it's time for you to do the next thing? I mean, how do you receive the messages from spirit and and how do you get the notification that now, okay, now you do this, but now it's time for you to do the next thing? Um, I I have a a walk I do with God um, and it's daily mindfulness. And of course I'm, I'm working with people on the spiritual side of things every day. Okay. And that's a broad cross session. So in, working and helping people and working as a team, messages will come through that way. Um, like let's right. say all of a sudden I'm, I'm seeing an influx of people with dark attachments, then I'll, 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 that'll just, that'll, that'll be a message. Okay, what's going on here? I always like, what's going on here? What am I supposed to learn from? And that prompts me to then go ask other questions from God and my team. Where, where do I need to go next? Why all of a sudden are all these people in front of me Whereas, like, you know, a week ago was all mediumship, just wanting to talk to relatives and get good advice on where to go next. Why all of a sudden am I being as an avalanche of people with entities and, you know, curses and toxic relationship damage all pouring in? So with that being said, that is how I'm helped. But if it's somebody listening and they're like, well, you know, I don't have a practice, Mark, you know, how does that work for me? If you, if you open up that awareness, God has a gazillion ways to get you the messages on, on leaning you into the next new direction. It, it, absolutely. It's just once you, you, again, that awareness, you open that up. I, I, I coined a, a term for it when you, you work this book and build up that ability. It's called permanent uh, peripheral vision. And what it is is you figured out where your messages come in, and they're always coming in in the same ways for you that are like the majority. So your, your eyes are kind of, even when they're not focused, I know a lot of psychics call them soft eyes where you just kind of relax your eyes and see things that other people can't see, but you kind of develop something similar to that. I called it permanent peripheral vision 
where your messages come through, even when you're not looking to the left and the right, you see them whizzing by, and you can throw your hand out and grab them, read the message, and then let it go flying by as a, as a visual there on how that works. So once you open that up, you're, you're getting 98% or 100% of the answers to your questions. But just, you know, circling back, a lot of people may be hearing, going, well, I didn't know if I didn't ask for help, I'm not going to get it. I mean, some people inadvertently asked for help, and, and they got the help or the, an answer was set and sent, and you didn't see it. I mean, how much more impactful would it be if you knew every time you asked a question, you knew exactly where the answers were going to show up or several ways they show up, and when it came whizzing your way, you would be able to catch it and read it or understand it and then let it go by and go, wow, that was an answer to my question. And that is, it's such, it's so much more powerful, and I'm all for hope. Hope is important. But I'm just going to say wishing and hoping that somebody heard you. What if you knew they heard you because you got an answer, and you knew it was an answer, and you didn't have to wait for a signy or sign? Sounds like a meme. You don't have to wait for a signy or sign. You know it was an answer, and you're confident in that answer, and you move forward. That is such right. a that is that's the difference because most people they'll pray and I know lots of people that pray and they go on faith. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. All I'm asking you is would would it be okay if you actually got your answers back and didn't have to go on faith all the time? Would it be okay yeah. with you if you were built this up and you could get an answer back? And, and you know I don't want to you know. All my amazing friends that do, you know, connect for people and do mediumship, I'm not trying to put anybody out of business. But in my world, if everybody could do this, the world would be a better place. That would... I agree. That would just, like, it would be miracle level. I, I understand. Yeah, it would be... We would understand so much better how we could connect to each other if we all understood better how to connect to spirit and, and just walked our path and and took that guidance from spirit every day. It's interesting what you're saying yeah. about reaching out and spirit always listening. I think people, that, that you know, you don't get the help often if you don't ask for it. I think oftentimes, too, people forget that universe is a mirror. So the intention that you're putting out there, you know, there's that expression, thoughts or things, right? And it's totally true. The intentions uh, that you're yeah. putting out there, are, are a direct reflection of what you're getting back. And so I, if I have a client that, you know, wants to get that together with her husband and she's always saying like, well, he's never coming back. He's never coming back. He's never coming back. And I say to her, okay, so what spirit is hearing right now from you is he's never coming back. He's never coming back. He's never coming back. And they're sort of like, um, okay, I guess he's not coming back. Well, about the negative reinforcements that you put out all the time. Because spirit is a reflection, and it's always like the power of positive thinking, right? If you're telling spirit, I'm going to do great, I'm going to be healthy, I can get through this, I got this, spirit's like, yeah, you know you got this, and we got you too. But if you're saying, like, this is going to be a disaster, this is going to be awful, you know, sometimes because of the scientific quantum physics nature of spirit, right, God thinks you're basically saying, I don't want this, I want this to be a disaster and be awful. So you have to be really careful about that, right? Um, words are huge, and uh, absolutely. And people, and, and unfortunately, and, and probably observe, in our culture, people mostly, they throw words around like they're trash. They're, with no thought about yeah. what they're putting out, 
And they, they snuck this one in on us when we were kids. You know, what's for one of the first things they try to teach us when we go to school? They teach us how to do what? They teach us how to spell. Now, now Harry Potter, that one for me. They're teaching us how to spell, meaning that words are spells. So we're, you know, we're constantly going around, driving our cars, getting angry and pissed off at people that cut us off. You know, and, and that's just what, you know, what verbally comes out of our mouth. Now there's the, the spelling you're doing in your own head. How about I ask people, honestly, how many times a day do you think a negative thought? And I go, be honest. Some people are like 10, 20. Some people are like, I, I can't count that high. It's that bad right now. And they <laughs> just, and they're wondering. The yeah, and they're wondering why, you know, why it's like I said, okay, let's put it in perspective to help people get the 40,000-foot view so they can start changing how they're feeling about this. I said, let's say you got up in the morning and you said 40 negative thoughts a day. They're like, yes, 40. I go, what happens if I said before you're even allowed to get out of bed, you're going to have to make 40 negative intentions about someone else or yourself before you're allowed to get out of bed in the morning? How do you think you'd feel after that? They're like, oh, well, pretty bad. I'm like, do you think it's any better when you space it out over the day? Oh, so then it's right. it's, it's that's right. great now that they understand it's bad. Then you have to start helping them. In, in teamwork, now how do I get down and figure out why am I doing that in the first place? Why am I thinking these negative thoughts? That's when you start getting into the subconscious clutter and, you know, there's ways to help people put positive triggers down there to release some of these things that are maybe being suppressed and repressed. They can come up, they can look at them, take ownership of it, sorry, ownership of it, and be able to heal and release it while not losing the the information they gained the wisdom they gained of the experience they're just getting rid of the charge that that's zapping them and causing them to to keep living in that that negative you know that negative pattern again start one of the great places to start is words and spelling the words out and that i mean just as a fun thing uh just and i'm sure you've probably said this or heard this one and some of the people in the audience too you know when you say to somebody hey good morning you know, there's two spellings of that word, to mourn and be sad, and then, you know, the other one. So you start thinking about the, yeah. these double entendres in our, in our, in our, and what we use every day, you know, um, a weekday. Well, let's, let's make it a weekday. Well, there's two spellings of the word week. And so um, yeah. that's just, they're, they're fun, interesting things about words and the power that they have. You can make huge shifts just having some mindfulness on what comes out of your mouth and what you think in your head. And, and that's a great thing, but you also have to step up and help people help themselves, right? Because ultimately they'll take credit for all their own healing. I feel if they're, they're doing the work the right way, it's all their team's the one that's going to be stepping up, helping them. You're just kind of, you know, listening and, and, and being part of that magic, you know, being God's helper. But, uh, you know, help, you have to give them some tools, right? on how they can start making those changes for themselves, you know, instead of, instead of farming it out to other people. You want to give people the info they need so they can do the healing themselves, put it in their own medicine bag. Yeah. And then they won't, I don't want to say they won't need us again, but wouldn't that be great though, that they, people come to us because they want to, not because they need to, you know, and it's like I fishing, it. you know, teach them to fish as far as giving them the fish. And when the work I do, when I work with people, I'm, I'm teaching while I'm doing the clearing. I'm showing them how to do what we're doing. So, you know, th th that's now in their medicine bag. So they're not, it's not just standing around watching Mark wave his hands around. I'm showing people how to right. do this modality. 
That's right. Yes, I'm the same way. I'm I'm helping you as I'm healing. I, I'm cleaning out those chakras, but at the same time, I'm also talking you through things. You know, honey, I love. It. We need to sit down and figure out how we can work together and do some kind of an event or something together. I would love that. Heal more people. There's a reason that we've there's a reason we've been friends for this long, through and it's yeah. it's easily it's either a couple decades or, or close to it, yeah. and continuing to yeah. weave in and out of each other's lives in this positive, supportive way. And it's always been that. I, um, just amazing, yeah. and, and I can't thank you enough for having me on your amazing show. I feel like the luckiest person on the planet right now. Thank you. Oh, please come do more of my shows. I have three, so um, we'll get you back on the rest of them, too. I would love that. Where can people find you online, my friend? Um, what you can do is you can go to Mark Edward Healing, if you look on Facebook, and... Um, just go ahead and uh, reach out there with a direct message, and I can get back to people there, no problem. And on the musical front, the Minaret Guitars, uh, they can uh, message there. We have a fantastic um, uh, community on the Facebook page for the, the Minaret Guitars there. You can look there, or you can go to minaretguitars.com and look there as well, and uh, I'd be happy to get back to people, because I know some people are listening here on the musical front. And um, as far as the, the healing stuff, all of my work since I started, and thank you, God, for this has been by referral. So, you know, yeah. if you found me on this show that we're talking on, just yeah. please mention that, and then I'll know where you're coming from, and we can go from there. Wonderful. Thank you, my friend. And I'm so excited. I can't, I can't wait to tell you about I'm – start, I'm starting a new band, a, a spiritual band. Um, oh, my gosh. Whoever thought that was. So, that is, yeah, you know, just, the uh, world is such a better place with you in it, Sheena. Oh, my gosh. I cannot oh, wait to hear that. So, please, I don't know if I'm allowed you. to get super secret, uh, you know, uh, recordings of the unreleased stuff, but I would love to hear that. Boy, that sounds amazing. <laughs> as soon as we have them, they're all yours. Right now, we're just super secret writing. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. <laughs> I Take care of yourself, my friend. I will talk to yeah. you soon. Thank you for being here. Everybody, the wonderful uh, Mark Minarek is here. And isn't it amazing that he, too, is such a brilliant artist and at the same time uh, such a beautiful spiritual being, as I believe all artists have the potential to be and all spiritual beings have the potential to be. I, I love you, and I thank you so much for being here, my friend. If you missed any of those links, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. Uh, LiveParanormal.com, RaisingTheVibrationRadio.com, iHeartRadio.com. My uh, nonprofit is RaisingTheVibration.org. And until I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com and everywhere on social media at SheenaMetal. Until I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration and know that you are loved and you are loved. You're loved by me, and I'll see you soon. Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Take care. This is Raising the Vibration. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.